<clears throat> oh, I got something stuck in my throat. Yo! What's going on, bro? Yo, what's up, what's up, bro? How you been? All good, man, all good. Uh, I just think, nah, man, this shit dude, terrible, bro. <laughs> Um, but but shit's about to open on Friday though, so I'm excited. You know what I'm saying? I'm excited. <laughs> What's how you up? been, man? How, how, how you holding up? I mean, dude, I've been I've been still working. Uh, I've never stopped working because you know I. Damn. I I'm flipping cars during pandemic. Yeah, bro. Like people are still buying cars, and like people people were flipping the the stimulus check into like new Kios. Yeah. People were buying yeah. Kia Souls. Okay. They fucking dropped the down. They, they they said they didn't have any any income, but they dropped the they dropped the down payment. No question, that let's get it. <laughs> hey man, congrats congratulations on your first year, bro. Hey man, I appreciate it, man. Thanks. I, uh, I, it's I, crazy, man. You know how uh how has it been being like the most famous person in Aurora? Nah, <laughs> <laughs> nah, man. It's just, I mean, like it's just crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like you. I don't know, you know what I'm saying? I don't think, I, I don't know, I just think that people will keep fucking with it, obviously, you know what I'm saying? Because it's kind of like, you just talking your shit, you know? Yeah. I, I don't know, I, I, I kind of talked about it on the episode, kind of, you feel like every episode is like, okay, this is the one where people are going to stop listening to this shit, you know? But it's like, kind of crazy that, that, uh, I uh I I actually we actually also uh crossed one year but I disappeared for like two months. Right, man, you took a little bit of a break there, huh? <laughs> that that I mean that's why I called him the lost episodes because like I felt like Dave Chappelle when he left. Yeah, man. But you know what? Like I thought I thought about doing that too. That's when I started recording from my cell phone, and I was just not comfortable with it at first. But then I kind of realized, I was like, you know what, like, I look forward to recording, because it's almost like therapy for me, too, just to kind of vent, even though I'm kind of technically talking to myself, you know? Yeah. At the moment of recording, it's still kind of relieving as far as, like, because it's like like a rant, you know what I'm saying? It's just like a rant, and it feels feels good at the end of the day, you know? I mean, just the people fuck with it, it's just a plug. (laughs) I feel like... You know, because I've always kept up with your with the podcast, with the talk of my shit, and I feel like every. Hey, and I, and I love you too, bro. You know what I'm saying? And always. I, I felt like I feel like every episode you've gotten more personal, and like like I've known you since high school, but like I never like we yeah. were like we weren't like homies or like we weren't like running with the same yeah. circle, but like I feel like I know you now, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty crazy because. Uh... Yeah, because, I mean, it's, like, every week, you know what I'm saying, we, we're episode 52, so it's 52 weeks, and it's, like, uh, every week you kind of talk to this person, not really for real, but it's just, like, I feel like this with the podcast that I listen to, it's like, oh, I know that, fool, you know what I'm saying, like, like you start remembering how people, you, you know, what people, what they like, what they don't like, and it's just kind of, like, almost like a, it was almost like a friend, you know what I'm saying, it's almost like, I think it's almost like a lonely person shit, you know? Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, man, I was gonna, I was gonna, oh, yeah. Um, so, you know, you, 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 you've been in your podcast, you've been talking about like, like actual quarantine and how's that like been going for you and stuff like that. But I actually want to ask you about like post quarantine, like, and, and like your, your, like, how do you see stand up like, like changing after this? Like, do you, do you feel like a lot of people are going to have like almost the same type of material? You know what? I, I'm very scared for that. Like, like I, I, I'm gonna try. Like, one of my goals is like personal goals is to not write anything COVID related. 
Like, that was my goal before my dad got that shit, you know, because uh, for the people that listening, you know what I'm saying, that don't listen to my podcast, my dad, uh, he had coronavirus, like, for real, like, that motherfucker got tested positive, all that shit, and, um, and then it was, like, it's kind of hard not to write material, you know, of something that you're really living, especially, you know what I'm saying, like, to me, I like to turn pain into, into jokes, you know what I'm saying, so, so with the coronavirus, you know, kind of when people get it, you don't know what the fucking end game is going to be, if they're going to die, if they're going to survive, so I kind of just kind of almost forced myself uh, not force myself, but kind of like push myself to kind of make a joke out of it. And I do have a few different coronavirus bits. I don't know if I'm going to try them out yet because, like I said, I feel like a lot of comedians are going to come back with the same material, like quarantine and shit like that. So I, I don't know, man. I feel like I don't know if I'm going to try my material out, but I'm definitely not looking forward to hearing the same shit over and over. Yeah. But um, but yeah, I, as far as like, yeah, that's as far as like material goes. But as far as like shows themselves, Hey, man, it's going to be crazy, you know, I don't know if people are going to be ready to be back, like, in a comedy club, you know, smushed in with, like, 80 to 140 people, you know? Now, do you think it's going to be, like, like, because, like, there's, like, you know, the restaurants are opening, but you can only be outside, and then, like, mm-hmm. and there's places, like, in Wisconsin where, like, it's open, like, if you go to Lake Geneva right now, like, mm-hmm. like people are, like, out there with no mask, and, like, there's no capacity yeah. limits, but, like, like, even Chicago, like, is not opening up till like, maybe a week or a week after, yeah. We, like, the rest of the state is, like, do you see it where, like, shows are going to have, like, a limit on how many people can be inside? And, like, how would that affect you as, like, a stand-up? Um, I feel like, I, I feel like opportunities are going to be, like, more scarce. Like, uh, you know, instead of, like, for example, say a big city like Chicago maybe has, uh, let's say, six independent comedy shows every day, you know, like, that are actually paid booking comedians. Probably those things are going to cut down to, to like, um, I'd probably say two, two a night or something like that. I feel like there's going to be less shows just because uh, a lot of the places that hosted these shows are going to try to start to get back on track with, uh, with like, getting their business, you know, in order. So they don't really want to, I feel like, deal with, with having to take care of events. But 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 at the same time, it's like I feel like a lot of businesses are going to want to jump their business and have events, you know, so they can start the flow of traffic again. But I don't know, I mean, I don't know really how it's going to affect it. I can't really tell because it's like at one point we're all scared, you know, but then as soon as the weather gets nice, we forget about that shit, bro. Like, Hell yeah. Gonna, I popped out a little bit this weekend, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I'm going, I'm going to hell for that shit, bro. Like, <laughs> uh, um, but it's like, dude, it's like people, we're not, we're not used to this shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel... Honestly, bro, just to be, like, just to, you know, cut, make this shit short, I feel like by, at least, by, by, by August, everything's going to go back to normal. Whether, like, the state wants it or not, you feel like people are just going to be over it? I feel like people are going to be over it, bro, because, like, the restaurants right now, they're only going to let people open when they have patios. What about all the businesses that don't, you know what I'm saying? Like, what if you don't have patios? Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? You're just fucked, you can't make no money? Like, people are not going to take that shit. People are going to open up their businesses. That's, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, because I know, like, Bulldogs on, on New York only had, like, three tables outside. Like, like <laughs> either people are going to be waiting online for, like, those three tables or, like, I don't know. Uh, like, yeah, that, man, I don't know. It's going to be kind of awkward. I feel like, I feel like you got to be a thirsty motherfucker just to pop out to go to somebody's patio, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I feel like most of are not going to be trying to go, like, I don't know. I, I feel like it's going to be open. Maybe there's going to be a few people sitting there, like, all the... People that don't believe in it and shit like that, but I feel like most people are gonna be cautious. 
is what I would imagine, you know, but then you realize people are fucking retarded and they might just spill them. Have you, uh... Hey, bro, we've never really lived anything like this, so I guess everything is, like, trial and error, right? Yeah. Have you seen the, the, the Six Flags came out with, like, what, there were new rules, how you gotta wear a mask in, on the rides, like, you, you, you doing that? You going to Six Flags this summer? Nigga, I do not fit on no rides, boy. <laughs> <laughs> I do not gotta worry about that shit, that's that's what me and my girl were saying. Like like nobody wants to like get on a ride and pass out, cause they can't cause they can't breathe. Yeah, exactly. We're like, what do you mean? Gotta wear a mask to get on the ride? Come on, I'm probably gonna catch that shit in line anyway. You know what I'm saying? You might as well just risk it all. You're already there. You're already you know you're already a big flight, bro. You can stop the cab. You do not give a fuck. You know? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like that's retarded. You know? Like I don't know. I feel like it's something. Well, I mean, it'll be dumb to have people around in, like, the pools and shit. Now, that's some crazy shit. I don't even think the pools are open. I think it's just the rides. Oh, uh, just the rides? But, like, you're not, yeah. like, like you can't even, like, pull up like that. You got to, like, reserve, a, like, like you coming in. Like, you can't just pull up with your can yeah. of Coke. Like, you're going to have to, like, go online and, like, say you're coming on the this RSVP, day. The big flag and shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, I don't know, bro. I think that, I don't even know, man. That's just crazy. Like I said, bro, I don't sit on no rides, so I haven't been to Six Flags in like four years. So I don't care less. <laughs> All right, man. I appreciate you taking my call. Nah, no worries, bro. I appreciate you calling, man. So fuck with the Quarter Life Podcast. Y'all better keep up. <laughs> hey, congratulations again on your one year. Thanks, man. I know you did your one year, too, bro, because you started with, like, before me. So shout out to you, man. You really uh, you paved the way, you know what I'm saying? You, you remember when I invited you and it was you, me, and Juan in that little room in the library? Yeah. And some, yeah, of course. And the little bites I kept making noise, right? When we were recording. And we were like, shut the fuck up, fool. All right, man. I'll catch you yeah, later. Bro. All right, bro. I'll let you. All right. Thank you. Welcome back to the Core Life Podcast. My name is Oscar Magana, and this is The Lost Episodes Part 3. Thank you guys for the support. It's been amazing the last three episodes. Um, uh, you know, Danielle has been my co-host. This is the first back episode that's just me. Um, you probably just heard a phone call with me and Kenji from the other day. Uh, again, congratulations on his first year uh, at, you know, running the podcast game in, in this area. Um but yeah, man, I have a lot to talk about. Um, you know, from coworkers to what's going on in the world and near in the Midwest and and just I mean it's crazy right now. I feel like I, I actually so let's start from here. Um I read a tweet the other day, I think it was like yesterday or probably Monday. Um we all saw the video of the man basically uh, you know, being killed by police officers and and uh rest in peace to that man and, and hopefully he gets justice but um i read a tweet that <laughs> basically someone said that people's racism has been hibernating for like two months and i think that uh that that i mean it was probably a joke as a tweet but like it made me kind of think that like you know we've been seeing a lot of videos especially with that uh lady from new york who 
was calling the cops because, you know, some black man told her to put a leash on her dog and she was calling the cops, basically making it seem like she was, her life was threatened and it wasn't, I mean, the guy was recording the entire thing and, and she lost her job. She lost the dog and she's banned from Central Park. I mean, I saw another video where this man, um, a FedEx, I'm pretty sure it was like a FedEx, a FedEx worker, or UPS, uh, they were in a gated community and this guy wouldn't let him out because he didn't know what he was there for. And I'm just like, dude, wearing a FedEx uniform with a FedEx truck, like, what do you, what do you think? <laughs> uh, and this is, you know, a lot of things are going to happen, especially as things continue to open up a lot of, you know, if you keep up with, you know, certain outlets and certain, you know, ways of communication and, and how you receive news, like, you know, people are behind rent and some people might be, uh, might have to pay that up right away. Some people are eligible to go back to work and are refusing not to. So they're losing their unemployment. Um, some people, you know, are protesting to get haircuts and I, I think that's the craziest part. People are protesting to get haircuts and some lady exposed like 180 people in great clips. Like who the fuck? 180 people are going to great clips. That's a pandemic right there. Like, <laughs> um, but yeah, like I think, you know, as minorities, as, as people, young people like us, you know, in the early 20s, especially the kids that are, are graduating high school, like, you are entering the world in a very, very, you know, interesting time where, like, you should be eyes open, wide open, ears wide open, and, and make sure you have everything recording because you just never know what's going to happen the next, you know, next turn you do. Um... But, you know, Minneapolis is rioting. Uh, yesterday, you know, I'm recording right now on Wednesday, so they were throwing rocks on at people's cars or, or, you know, destroying things. It was, you know, and and the past week, Michigan, and you know, there's, you know, people in, with, like, loaded guns and, and, you know, body armor, you know, taking up the Capitol because they wanted their state to open up, like, People view justice differently and depending on your own eyes. So, you know, I, like I said, it's going to be very interesting to see how the rolling months it, it will happen. Um, but yeah, I feel like that was a very dark way to <laughs> uh, start the show. Um, but yeah, no, thank you guys again for listening. Um, Make sure you go follow podcast at TQL Pod. That's T Q L P O D. Um, make sure you go share this episode. This episode, I mean, like it started very good. You know, I had a little rant to even you know, get off my chest. Um, but I did write a story about a former coworker. I mean, this episode's really about started like this, but I kinda wanna get that off my chest right off the bat. But um, we all have coworkers that, you know, some become family, some become your your actual best, like your soulmate, your best friend. You know, some people find love at work. Like, I mean, 
whatever. <laughs> um, but, you know, I actually had a fortune to always have good coworkers. Um, I don't think I've ever had bad coworkers in my – I've had a handful of jobs. Um, but I've never had bad – actually, one, you know, basically turned into one of my best friends. You know, shout out to Tim. Uh, we, he was my manager at seven, and we ended up becoming roommates. And and now he's gonna be my 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 uh, groomsman. So shout out to Tim. Um, but I want to talk about a specific coworker. He's gonna go by the name ZB. Um, man, this dude, right off the gate, he was just a character. <laughs> He was, uh, give me a second, I'm sipping on some beer. Um, but yeah, he was a character, and I kind of wanted to, there's been a time where I've been debating whether I want to talk about his life, the way I saw it, and, you know, hopefully he's listening, because man, you know, I hope you're doing good, but I have to share your story, um. And there's no disrespect. I, you know, we, we, we've all talked to you at, at one point, but um, we all have bad coworkers. We have uh, weird coworkers. We have interesting coworkers. But I think uh, ZB was a very interesting coworker. He was definitely one of my first friends um, in my current job. And all right, let me start where, where, where I started writing. Um, so he moved from Texas. He moved from Texas to Illinois here in Aurora. Um, because he met a girl online, uh, and he was, you know, jumping from job to job until he got to the car dealership. I I don't know how he got into the car dealership, but, um, we all have different stories of how we get into the car dealership. So he started about like a week, maybe two weeks right before I did. Um, and he sold the car almost right away and he felt like he needed, he needed to put it upon himself to teach me how to sell a car. I mean, I didn't know what to do in the beginning. Don't get me wrong. But uh, I thought this dude was like, damn, this dude's been in the in the, in the the game for a while. But this dude just started like two weeks right before I did. So um, I was a little gullible. But uh, dude was weird, man. He was weird. He listened to audiobooks about magical pirates. Um, he smoked fake jewels. Uh, he told people different stories. Like, and I had a, you know, I had a text a lot of my coworkers just to make sure I got all the stories correct. <laughs> um, but yeah, we all, we all kind of share it and we all kind of sometimes got together. I'm like, man, what'd he tell you? What'd he tell you? Like, like what do you, you know, we, we just want to connect a puzzle. Um, so, uh, like, so the reason why he smoked fake jewels is because I guess like a battery from his, when he used to smoke jewel blew up on his pants and kind of like, burned him and made him like disabled in a way and he won a lawsuit and but that also made it so like he couldn't work in texas anymore and that's why he kind of also had to move um a lot of weird stuff when it came to that jewel because he he was a fiend bro he was a fiend for that fake jewel i don't know what it was but i mean i i don't smoke i don't smoke jewels i don't hit the pods but even if I wanted to, I'm going to do it the legit way and do a jewel. I'm not going to do like the fake ones. It's kind of weird. Uh, that's not a, <laughs> that's not a, an advertisement, but, ah, oh, man, <laughs> he was weird, man. He will breathe like 
you know how when you were a kid, you kind of would breathe on a window and write on it because it was just like your, your basically your like your breath, and it, it like fog up and you use your finger. He would do that all the time on the front door, and it was kind of nasty. It was like, bro, like what the fuck are you doing? But what the fuck we weren't gonna say him because we didn't want to you know have a school shooter <laughs> situation. So we kind of just let him be. Um, I'm just kidding. Um. He would, like, I don't know, maybe, I mean, he probably had, like, some social anxiety or something, but he would go and, like, greet customers outside, bring them in, and be like, oh, hey, here, this is your, this is yours, but I get half the deal, which it doesn't work that way, but that's, he, he tried a couple times. I don't know if he was successful, but he did try a couple times. Uh, But he, so, yeah, he met a girl online. Not through Match.com, not through eHarmony, not through Tinder, but through a poem forum, like a poem website. Um, And, you know, <laughs> he told one of my coworkers that he knew she was 18 because you had to be 18 to be on the website. I was 10 on MySpace and you had to be 13. But, you know, the Internet doesn't lie. If you agree that you're 18, you're 18. So he met uh, his... His girl online, and I, was, you know, one way led to another. He ended up moving over here, and he ended up having a very nice apartment or townhouse in Oswego. Uh, dude was paying like almost two grand a month. Uh, he paid for everything. I'm, I'm talking about bills, internet, like fucking furniture. She used his car. <laughs> Cause she was a student at AU, I guess, or whatever university. I don't know what the fuck she 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 studied at, but she studied somewhere, and he let her borrow the car, so she would drop him off at work, and sometimes she wouldn't pick him up, so we had to go drop him back off at work at his job, or at his uh, home. So like she was a character too, you know, um, and she, I mean, I guess she was eighteen because she was going to school, so, but you know, he had big plans. Uh, he proposed to her before sometime he came to Illinois and I mean, he was 24. Yeah, he was definitely older than I was. So he was 24, 25. Um, and she was 18 and he proposed, he fell in love. So you can already tell he wasn't, he wasn't, he wasn't, uh, he was still wet behind the ears. You know what I'm saying? If you're proposing someone through a poem forum, a poem website, um, but he proposed to her, man, and he was fucking madly in love. And one day he just showed up fucking sad. And I'm like, ZB, what's going on, bro? And I was like, yo, what's, you know, you good, bro? Like, you, you, you chilling? I said, man, I'm, I don't know what to do. He's like, like, what happened? And he's like, uh, my girl don't want don't want to be engaged with me no more. And I'm like, damn, bro, that fucking blows. This was before I got engaged, so I was kind of, <laughs> but I had it in the back of my mind I was I was gonna propose to Danielle anyway. But I'm just like, damn, that sucks. And he's like, yeah, bro. I'm like, damn. So you're gonna kick her out? It's like, no, nah, I can't do that. I'm like, what do you mean you can't do that? It's like, bro, she has a tough life. She, you know, her house is like not in a good place, and, and I don't want to go back. I'm like, damn, bro, where's she from? I'm thinking about like, man, there's like you know, Section Eight probably from the city or, you know. A tough neighborhood. I don't know. 
And he hit me with, oh, man, she's from Naperville. I'm like, Naperville, bro? Come on. That's not fucking tough. They, I mean, they got a, they got a no boy problem, but that's about it. Like, they, they're fucking tagging themselves with white power and blaming on gangs from Aurora, but no, no motherfucker tagging shit in Naperville. So, but <laughs> he's like, yeah, man. So I got keeper there. It's like, man, so you're going to share the bills with her? Like, what, what are you going to do? It's like, nah, man, she don't, she, she wants to do full, full time and she got anxiety, but she's, you know, wicked smart and, you know, she plays all these instruments. I can't, you know, I want her to focus on studying. I'm like, in my mind, I'm just like, bro, you're a fucking simp. No disrespect if you're listening, ZB, but I told you in front of your face. So, um, and yeah, so like he, he went like that and I guess his girl broke up with him so she can, you know, be 18 and be in college and, ex, you know, experiment and, and, and live life. And this dude or went to college, I guess, or tried to meet in the military. Or I don't know what the fuck he tried, but he tried and lived life. And, you know, I went to school and partied and came back and. So, I mean, but I had my girl, so I'm good, you know, and and every time after work, he wanted to get a beer, but I was kind of busy, so I wouldn't say no. One of my boys from work actually went to get a beer, and he told me it was weird, so I'm glad I never got a beer with him. And let me see, let me scroll a little bit down. But yeah, man, ever since, like, his, his girl kind of broke up the engagement, like, he just never was the same. Like, he would not sell cars. He, if he did, he, he kind of, like weren't working with them and and you know usually in the, in the selling business if a customer is there to buy and they want to buy from you it's because something's wrong with you and not the car so I mean the dude was not like you know you could tell he wasn't sleeping you can tell he was drinking more you can tell uh he was hitting some cigarettes and not the fake jewels anymore he this dude was derailing I mean <laughs> he told one of my bald co-workers how to sh- I mean ZB was bald but he told another bald co-worker how to shave his head and this dude had the biggest scratch on top of his head like bro you're fucking up yourself up like <laughs> so he, he like put it upon himself to like train new guys uh, he on the first day of work when my boy jordan came in to work at kia he told he told him like man this this fucking industry is tough man there's been times i've gone home crying I cried in the parking lot, and, and Jordan was freaking out, like, man, I don't know if I can survive, but if you've been in our store, we're fucking chill, our customers is chill, he just, he was just dressing, and he made he made sure that everyone was, around him was dressing, like, he would come moping around, and you kind of had to ignore him, because you didn't want those bad vibes around him, but eventually, you, you know, I thought, I thought he got it, like, all wrapped together, because he made a huge deal one day, and I'm like, man, that's my boy, Zarek, like, he he's he's in the rebound, but I guess like <laughs> I guess like someone told me that like his girl wanted to go to fucking Seattle to go meet this guy and he was gonna play for the paint the plane ticket. I'm just like, bro, like come on, how you rebounding and now you taking L's? Like it was not working that way. I mean, I remember Jordan told me that like he told him like, Hey, like if she brings a dude over, like, are you gonna let them clap cheeks on in the next door in the next room? And he's like yeah, I guess I have to. Like, dude was simping hard for basically a girl that doesn't want to be with him. And that was probably the first time I, I knew of a simp. But anyways, to wrap it up, he, like, was drinking a lot. He was going to bars a lot. And I guess one day he came back to work drunk and he had to go pick up a car from a different uh, store. 
and he was driving recklessly back and he was driving Kia Soul and, and it was a bright red car so you could definitely tell you know what kind of car it was and it had the the store name so they some pedestrian in the tollway like called to complain about the driving and you know, I mean, he was the only one driving the car so like he got in trouble and then like the manager told him like hey go do this quick errand for us and he couldn't do it and then <laughs> he got it they got it into it with the managers and he kind of said i quit and left and cried a little bit and told everyone he was quitting and he got fired like it was just different stories and then like we all kind of were scared because he gave us you know school shooter vibes but um we never saw him again you know um you know weeks later i saw um he was like a general manager of a food place in naperville and then coronavirus hit so i don't know how he's doing now uh i hope he's doing very well for himself um and that's the story of zb uh let me see let me let me go to my messages see if i miss any stories but i mean the dude was wild i mean the dude was kind of weird but everyone's a little weird but he was just an interesting you know character and i wanted to make sure oh so in the middle of you know during a holiday party he brought his <laughs> he that by that time his girl was already not his girl you know quote-unquote fiance whatever bro she was there for like five minutes and left and wouldn't kiss him. They fist pumped, and she took an Uber home that he paid for, and he stayed for an extra half an hour, and he left drunk, and nobody wanted to stop him. But, like, we, I think I offered him a drive, but he's like, no, nah, no, nah, I'm good. Uh, so I don't know what he did after that. Um, he tried training Jordan and Damien how to sell a car, and I, it's my fault. I kind of let them that happen. <laughs> um... Yeah, like, he couldn't get a job in Texas because he was apparently disabled and he was telling people he was, like, insane and, and had, like, like he was crazy and shit like that, which kind of gave us that that weird vibe. And But, yeah, he kept he kept calling everyone boss, which was weird. Um, but, ZB, if you're out there, bro, I hope you're doing well. Um, I hope you're okay. You know? <laughs> um, but, yeah, we all have weird coworkers. We all have uh, memorable coworkers. We all have... Co-workers that make uh, your day better, your day horrible, depending on who you work with. Like, um, But yeah, this is Story ZB. Um, this is the Core Life Podcast. This is episode three. Go use code TQLPOD because Big Boss is opening up next week. When you go book Oaxaca, go use code TQLPOD when you go book them. Um, but yeah, man, thank you guys again for the support. Um, I appreciate it. I really hope you guys go and share this podcast with everyone, your mom, your dad, your uncle, your cat, your dog, your coworkers. Go for sure. Go share with your coworkers. Um, stay safe. You know, if you next week, you know, the entire the entire state is opening up, you know, go eat, go do what you got to do. Make sure you do it safely. You know, don't go wild and out and be part of the second wave because we already know the second wave is going to hit. So you got to be smart about it. Um... But yeah, shout out to the Talking My Shit podcast for celebrating their one year. You know, congratulations to them. A big milestone. And hope you guys love the story of ZB. And I'll see you guys next week. See ya.